Hey, this is Blue State Rob, and you're listening to the Eric Zane Show podcast, a show hosted by a liberal Republican whose ancestry dates back to the small country of Armenia and fueled by bouts of anxiety and adult attention hyperactivity disorder, also known as ADHD. It's not the best, but still better than radio. Anyway, here's your host, Eric Zane. Podcast, daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every weekday. So glad you are here. Thank you so much. Um, oh, I just realized my camera is off. Well, we're going to have to live with it today because I'm too lazy to get up and change it. I, I did a thorough cleaning of the room uh, yesterday, and I, I feel pretty damn good about it. I am a trash it, clean it up person. And when I trash it, I do a great job of it. I'm the best trasher in the world. When it comes to cleaning it up, I do a good job cleaning it up when I decide to do that. I think the trashing happens more than the cleaning, though. When I used to work at McDonald's, The queen of the forest and I worked as a team. She would work the cash register. Did you hear me? I just had a sound like a Michigan resident cash register. She's working the cash register and I'm, I'm, I'm cooking. Back then you actually cooked the burgers. Well, I I think you still do cook them, but now they like microwave them after they heat them up. Stupid minutia. But, uh, the guy, the manager that that he goes, Eric, Eric, you got to clean as you go. Clean as you go. Don't just dis- don't destroy your preparation area and then clean it all up. It makes for uh, it makes me unhappy. You you gotta clean as you go. And I'm like, ah, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm fucking this shit up. Which is kind of ironic because in a humorous way, because part of what I'm talking about today on the show, on this opener, is my struggles with the NFK. So you know. I don't know what it is. I mean, um, I think it's it's a little bit different, though, because, you know, I, I have I'm like, dude, please salt the food over the sink. It isn't because it's because you can't help it. You can't. He doesn't have the fine motor movements of you and I. He can't just go tap, tap and put a little bit of salt on. He's got a like he's uh, jacking off King Kong's dick when he's fucking ah, salting the food. So the salt goes everywhere on the range top. I've showed you pictures of that. Okay. And um, my God, um, it happened again. I mean, we've we've been, we've talked about this many, many times. I'll get to that in a second. But no, I cleaned this room up yesterday. First of all, it's been needing it. And um, when you have three dogs in here for the amount of time that they're in here, it doesn't take long for there to be that the, the carpet is actually has a, a coat of fur on it from these dogs. 
a coat of fur. So I run the vacuum like one inch and the thing is full of hair. It's incredible. So uh, I cleaned the hell out of it. And the reason for that was A, it needed it. B, um, I don't know. I just feel better when it's clean. And it doesn't smell like dirty dog in here anymore. And uh, my pal Ed Ryan from Radio Inc. Magazine says, Eric, I, I'm doing a uh, a live, I don't know what the hell he's doing, some type of live special or something like that. And he wants me to speak via uh, virtually, you know, like a Zoom or something like that. He goes, and I'm promoting it, and I need some pictures of you in your studio. And I go, all right, yeah, I'm all about it, man. So I, uh, I cleaned this damn room, set it up the way I wanted it to, took the pictures, and uh, my tits look huge. I cannot believe the size of my tits. I feel like I, I could be five foot tall and Guatemalan and named Kyler with the tittage that was, a, that was visible. Oh, my God. Uh, got that done. That's why things are a little bit wonky in here, a little bit uh, rearranged things, and I'm too lazy to put them back. My God. So welcome. Welcome. I'm so glad you are here. As you know, this uh, show happens in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Uh, Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. I'm going to get up in a second and close that window. I had to open it because one of these three knuckleheads uh, gassed me out with uh, chemical weapons and shit. It's like, come on, guys. And then I left the damn window open one thing after another. I'm I'm like on the on the edge of freaking out today. So I need to minimize the comments. I'm just going to put a moratorium on me looking at the comments because uh you guys try to get me to snap. And so I'm banning m- myself from the comments so that I don't see them. If I see those comments, I'm going to snap. And I don't want to do that. I am in a, I, I, I'm feeling like if I snap it, I, I might actually jump out the window. I just have that, that vibe. And I know you guys want that. So I, Hey, I need to look out for me here. I'm protecting myself. This is something Will Smith should have done. I made the entire court of basketball athletes, basketball players laugh when they were warming up yesterday at the basketball game uh before the game starts the players are warming up a team from toronto and your grand rapids gold and uh there's a code of conduct that you have to read and it's uh fans are reminded please don't uh engage in any disruptive behavior uh no bad language no gestures um no running onto the court no physical violence. And so I'm, I'm going through all those things and it's, it's you, you have to read it before every game. And then I, I threw in, it just hit me. I go, oh, I'm going to drop this. I said, basically don't act like Will Smith. And I see 20 basketball players just, <laughs> and they loved it. It was fantastic. The joke landed. It was great. It was a good time. Draw, uh, drive gold lose. Damn it. Sorry. I said drive. I don't think I said it during the game at all, um, but they they got to win one of these next two to make the playoffs. The team that they played last night was really good. Oh, my God. I think they're like the best team in the league. 
from uh, Toronto. I think it was Dikembe Mutombo's brother is their coach. This gigantic man with a deep voice. Um, but they, they fall. That was a bummer. Um, all right. So where was I? How the hell did I get to that? I don't even know. Ah, screw it. Um, couple things bubbling under with the NFK. Um, it's been happening more and more where he'll ask you a question and you start to answer it. And then while you're giving him the answer, he'll finish what he thinks you're supposed to be saying. And he did it yesterday. I talked about this on the Patreon with his physician because he got another checkup on his neck. And so uh, just imagine if you ask somebody a question or they ask you a question, you start to answer them about whatever it is you're talking about. And then you get three words into it and they should start talking. And uh, it, it makes it super awkward. Now, I noticed that his physician has a great bedside manner and uh, just smiles when he gets interrupted for the 10th time. Uh, but Diana is not the physician. That is the sister of the NFK. And, okay, she's the boss. Now, him and I, we have a pretty good understanding of each other. There's just one thing that's kind of bubbling under right now, and I'll get to that in a second. But uh, this whole interrupting thing is starting to piss Diana off. And this is what I hear coming from the other room uh, today. This is what I meant by Diana wants to fight. And she had said to me, she goes, uh, if he interrupts me again, I'm going to say something. I go, okay, you know, I mean... Uh, Okay, whatever. So uh, this is this is family life. This is he's part of the family, and uh, he gets no special treatment. And you're the boss, so do what you got to do. Knock yourself out. I mean, I'm not I'm not here to give you approval. I'm here to uh, just say, oh, encourage you if that's what you feel like you want to do. She's not really picking a fight with a guy, but she's just like when you have a guy who lives with you who is a uh, lobotomy patient, and he is, you sometimes have to throw little reminders out. Uh, but we're not professional reminders. Uh, I'm probably a little bit more patient than she is because I scrub his asshole. So I have a little bit of a closer relationship to him than she does. But... From the other room, there's a discussion going on about something, and he asks her about something, and she starts to answer. And then she gets, like, three words into her answer, and he starts to do that. He starts to, like, interrupt her, almost like finishing her thoughts for her. And uh, it happens once, and then she stops talking. And uh, I'm kind of, like, peering around the corner. And then he finishes. He basically finishes her sentence, and she goes, Yeah. Then he asks her another question. She starts to answer. He does it again. And she goes, let me finish. You keep interrupting me. You ask me a question. And then I'm starting to answer it. And then you just start talking. You need to let people finish. 
I'm like, oh, no. And he goes, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Okay. Now, he, the, the problem is, uh, you know, the correction takes about 100 times before it actually sticks. And never has that been more evident with my latest uh, struggle, and that is the sweet NFK seasoning the food or using any type of uh, anything like sugar, salt. He, he loves celery salt. He loves pepper on the food, you know. And I've talked to you about spraying the I can't believe it's not butter onto the hot pocket salting it and peppering it and then laying opening up like uh, those uh, the fake orange craft cheese opening one of those up I forgot about that and laying it on top of it and then reheating it up so he's got, he's got hot pocket I can't believe it's not butter salt and pepper it's already a salt bomb cheese again perfect health cholesterol better than mine and yours blood pressure tip top it's like he's uh an olympic athlete so i'm not saying shit and uh but when he salts that shit it's you know it doesn't have any fine motor movement so the salt goes everywhere all over the top of my range and so i'm finally like dude you 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 have to do it this way now um I think it was Aram said, Eric, you're going to have to actually show him because it kept happening. Even though I told him, I go, saying the words, salt your food over the sink. Really, you can't get more simple than that using words. Salt your food over the sink. Oh, okay. He doesn't do it. No. I don't think he's fucking with me. I don't think he's intentionally just... He might be. I don't know. Maybe this is all a big fucking game to him. I have no idea. But uh, it keeps happening. And finally, I go... He's in there with me. I go, hold the food here. Like the, like the plate and then the food. And then it's over this stainless steel area where the water goes in. And then salt the food. I, I showed him. Oh, Okay. But you see, this does not, um, you would think that this would apply to other things. But you have to get ultra specific. So I go downstairs today, just before this podcast started. And um, he is, he's got this, uh, what he likes to do is goes to the Keurig and um, makes the coffee, and then he uh, he he can't he wants to do a nice coffee, so he puts it into a big like the type of bottle you would use if you were like on a long bike ride, a biker bottle. But the thing won't fit under there under the Keurig, so he has to make cups and then pour it in into the bottle. Well, of course. He does all of this in the same spot where he used to salt the food where I tell him not to do that. So, okay, so he he thinks, I don't know what he thinks, but obviously it, didn't, it doesn't apply to liquid. So he pours the fucking shit into the thing, makes a couple things in the Keurig, pours it into the, 
And then he gets this big thing of sugar. And then same thing, right in this exact same spot. And I'm like, I don't know how this doesn't, this doesn't like resonate with you that this is nearly identical as salting the food, you know? And I, I, I come in and I go, hey, hey, buddy. And uh, I don't pull a Diana. In fact, David said, please. I go, oh, hey, would you do that over the sink for me, please? Oh, okay. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I'm like, how? So I then I go, okay. And I'm actually thinking of Aram and the advice he gave me. Eric, it's like Obi-Wan after Darth Vader, uh, you know, kills him. And then, use the force, Luke. It's a Ram saying, show him, Eric. Show him what to do. Use the sink, Eric. I go, yeah, you want to you wanna pick this? And I, I like, I grab the bottle. I go, you want to actually set it in this sink, like set it down in here, and then scoop the sugar, the 55 things of sugar that you're going to put in it. Oh, oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, I get it. I go, okay. All right. Hey, thank you. And then that's it. Now, I'm not uh, mean like his sister. I mean, I have been. There have been times that I'm like, how many times I got to tell you? But I guess a thousand, you know? Oh, my God. Uh, thank you so much for being here on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live is where this show happens if you want it as it happens. So if you're used to waking up and like, uh, I don't know, getting ready for work or maybe you have the TV on or uh, another or a radio show or listen to books, I don't know, uh, go to Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live or download the Twitch app. Search my name, Eric Zane Live, all one word. There I am, and you can get the show as it's happening. And then, of course, you're also subscribed to any one of the um, audio uh, versions of it, downloadable wherever you get your podcast, Eric Zane Show Podcast. You can search for that and find it there. If you could subscribe to me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Twatter, Twitter, Twatter, all those things. Uh, Thank you so much. It all helps move the meter for your old pal, Eric Zane. Uh, Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Okay? And uh, that is Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. I'm on Twitter at Eric Zane Show brought to you by my friends at Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show podcast. And on the almighty YouTube. Just search Eric Zane Show on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Bell notification brought to you by Frank Fuss from My Policy Shop Insurance. Okay. We have Dear Meathead in 39 minutes with my dad. If you have a question for dad, please send it along. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. He loves to hear from you. Dad has thoughts and I think he's getting showbiz because I said to him, I go, dad, I, I want to, uh, I want to talk to you about, um, the Oscars. It, I go, did you watch the Oscars this is yesterday? He goes, yes, I did. I did watch that. I, I know what happened. I go, okay, well, we need to talk about that. He goes, okay. 
And then uh, there's a pause. He goes, you want me to tell you now what I think or should I wait? I go, hey, I like that. I go, no, you want my first reaction. I don't know what you think, so I want you to surprise me. He goes, I, I shall wait. I shall tell you on the show. So uh, if you have any questions for Dad, Eric at EricZaneShow.com on the Shoreliners Striping Inbox. ShorelinersStriping.com uh, if you need the parking lot striped. If you're looking for someone to stripe the parking lot, uh, that's who you call. I know that's a, uh, that's for if you're like a business owner or whatever, uh, if you need the athletic field painted too, they can do that. They can sweep the parking lot, shoreliner striping. Thank you so much. And they're hiring by the way, um, until the snow from now until the snow flies. So you got plenty of time. So if you're into making a ton of cash, seasonal work, uh, 20 bucks an hour, this is okay. They, they need employees because Tim Mayer, who's retiring from refing American Hockey League games in a matter of days. Uh, I think his last game is this weekend. Um, this is what this is his full time gig. He owns a company. So you can work uh, from now till the snow flies as often as you want. You can work 12 hours a day every day if you wanted to at 20 bucks an hour or work part time if you just need just a little bit of extra cash. But that's going to be more than just a little bit of extra cash if it's 20 bucks an hour. So, uh, you know, he's making money hand over fist, but it's, it's killing him. So he needs help. So he's starting the pay at 20 bucks an hour. Call him right now. In fact, if you just want to go to shorelinerstriping.com, their phone number is there. You can't miss it. If you if you are, can't somehow figure this out, reach out to me and I'll direct you. But that means you're probably too dumb to manage one of those machines that paints the parking lot if you can't manage looking it up on your own. So whatever, that might weed a few of you out. Anyway, 20 bucks an hour, it's all yours. And I suggest like working for a week and then say, hey, uh, this is hard. I need 22.50 an hour and like bend them over because you could really, I think you could work your way up easy to like 28 bucks an hour. That's just my own personal opinion on the deal. So, okay. Hey, stand by right there. I got to go close this window because my sweet neighbor is going to be coming out and going to work. And uh, I don't want to, I don't want him to hear me say bad words. Hold on. It's only taking a second. Uh, panic attack this morning. Um, not sure what happened, but the policy is uh, Bruce is on a leash when you when the dogs go out. Either you take them for a walk, they're all leashed. You put them in the kennel, or if they go out into the back area to go one or two, Bruce has to be on a leash, with the one exception being the morning. The very first time you wake up because they always come to the door because they know they're going to eat. Uh, uh, of course, the exception is today. I let them out. Four go out. I'm looking at my phone at the door. My eyes are not on the yard. I look up. There's supposed to be four dogs looking at me. Seven eyes. 
because Benny's missing one, and I just see Daisy. I go, uh, this is not a good sign. Pitch blackout. Oh, no. 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 Calling them out. Maybe they're in the bushes. No. No. They're gone. They're gone. Okay. I don't know what the hell happened. I don't know if they jumped down the thing or if the wind blew the gate open. It's, they're gone. Oh, shit. I got my brand new slippers on. I'm like, I'm going to destroy these slippers. I got to go running in the pitch black of my neighborhood. I'm going to get shot. Then it dawned on me. I go, okay, thank Eric. They are hungry. They want to eat. Don't know what's got them to leave the yard anyway. That never happens. But never say never. Go get uh, two metal bowls, put the food in the bowl, and shake it. And they will come. Think, Eric. Think. Do not destroy your new slippers. I open up the front door, shake it, and then, here they come. Down the street. They come running right towards me. They're like, ah, yeah, let's do it. I'm like, oh, thank God. Bullet dodged. I was freaking out, man. Because, you know, at this time of the day, there's people going to work, there's school buses, there's kids at the bus stop. You know, uh, this could have been so fantastic of a story, though, if you think about it. If Bruce is trying to get some, bite some kid and or try to get his, I wouldn't say, shouldn't say bite him, bite the kid's lunch, steal his lunch. Oh, my God. Bruce, where did you get that? Oh, Oh, man. All right. Thank you to uh, Mitch. Mitch sent something fantastic along that I'm going to share with you right now. Uh, Now, so many days removed from that incredibly uh, impactful cultural moment at the Oscars, we're getting to a sweet spot where people's creativity is really, really fantastic about this. Okay, so this is a remix song slash video. Um, I will link it up in the show notes so you can see it. If you're listening to the audio podcast right now, then you aren't able to see what we are all able to see. But uh, people who are fantastically creative are coming up with great things to laugh at. So here you go. This is the uh, Will Smith, Chris Rock. Oscars remix. Out your fucking mouth! Hear the music. I'm out here! Oh.
greatest night in the history of television. Okay. Oh, my God. I kind of want to watch that again. And listen to it again. Hear the music. I'm out here. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh. So many hilariously subtle things when when he gets smacked. Chris Rock, the little rings fly out of him like when Sonic the Hedgehog hits one of the bad guys. The dancing. Oh my god. Oh, that is so so fantastic. I could just for the rest of this show sit there and watch that over and over again. Um all right. Here I'll uh, send you this link. You can have it. You can share it and do whatever you want with it. But uh I'll be posting that on my social media a little bit later on. Um Call of, let's see, Earthbound 61 says terrible acting, suggesting that this was all staged. I want you to know, again, I hate you. I hate people who think that that is staged. I hate you, and it's going to take me weeks to get over it. Shut up, okay? The reason why you think that is, well, I don't know why you think that, but it's just horrible that you do because you're stupid and can't you just, this is why we don't have anything nice. It's because of stupid people who think that that's fake. Okay. There you go. Anyway. Uh, all right. There go. Will Smith, Chris Rock, smack remix remix is fantastic. Love it so much. The, uh, Patreon bonus podcast happens a little bit later on today. Yesterday, we should have. Normally, on a Tuesday, we will do smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. But I realized I had to take uh, the man, the myth, uh, the legend, the NFK over to the docks. Did not happen. We will make it up next week. And it's probably a good thing because uh, Dale is uh, under the weather, not feeling good. I think he's got AIDS, but uh, a little sick. So there you go. Patreon happens. The bonus podcast, though, every single day. Thank you to Michelle, who signed up with uh, a year-long tier two. That saved her 10%. Thank you to Michelle. And um, thank you to Tom, who signed up for a year of tier one, which, boy, he's a Tom is Tom is hell bent. He has had it. He actually, I haven't had this happen where someone, boy, Let's see. Tom Price uh, writes, I'm back. Uh, in all fairness, I'm a newish listener. 
I've been a listener of that other show, he writes in quotes, for about 15 years. I checked in on you every now and again, but now, now I'm all yours. Tom, let me just get out in front of this, does not like um, one of the women on my old show, one of the ladies, and he says something terrible. He he said, okay, I'll just leave it right there. He said that and then says something nasty on the other show has driven me away from them. So uh, I think for the most part, she is um, uh, gets positive reviews from most of the audience. Tom is a not so satisfied customer, though. So she, her she'd been out there for a few years. Um, Tom's like, I, I can't take it anymore. He says, I fucking can't stand her or her fucking stupid gravel sounding voice. Fuck her. Oh, my God, Tom. He says, I'm all yours now. I'm all in. Easy is my show now. So sorry I didn't tune in all along. I hope you can forgive me. LOL. Lots of love. Tom. I wrote, hey, Tom, I appreciate that. Fun fact. I recently finally was able to move on from them. I have not been able to get over it until recently. I haven't paid attention to a thing they do for the past month, which is very rare. It was eating a lot of my time and consuming my thoughts. And so basically it took more than six years, but I was finally able to let it all go. I'm glad uh, you are here to enjoy the show and thank you for the support. Uh, Reach out to me if you ever need anything. What city and state do you live in, Tom? Tom says, I'm your neighbor to the south in Hastings. Isn't that where they burn the cop cars? Is that where that happened? Perhaps one day I'll be able to shake your hand. And I wrote, count on it. And uh, he adds, I feel like you and I are cut from the same cloth. I'm sorry that they didn't back you up. He says, I'm an amateur website maker. If I can help you in any way, please don't hesitate to ask. I'd love to help you in any way I can. Best of luck, Tom. Thanks again, Tom. I appreciate it. Now, truth be told, uh, if Tom stays around here long enough, all those pleasantries are going to uh, end. You know, everybody's going to start to be comfortable with each other. And uh, he'll start line stepping like uh, like some of you do. And then I'll start line stepping back. And then that's when it'll be a true family. That's how it goes. But uh, welcome, Tom. Thank you so much uh, for the kind words. Uh, sorry that didn't work out. Sorry that you... Uh, wow, that was aggressive as shit. But sometimes that happens. Good and bad, I guess. And so, the open of the Eric Zane Show podcast today brought to you by my latest sponsor, Berlin Raceway. Okay, NASCAR endorsed track, the only one in this great state of Michigan, and it's right here in West Michigan. Their 72nd season opener happens April 16th. That's a Saturday. It's known as the Berlin Icebreaker. Uh, Racing begins at 4 p.m. for the Berlin icebreaker. Here you go. This is what the schedule shakes out to be. Uh, And for this event, tickets are only five bucks. You've got four different classes of racing for that weekend on Saturday. Super late model, uh, sportsman, limited late model, and the four cylinders, the four bangers. They do a great job. They got all these great sponsors that are making the world go round for them. That is nice. Great looking track. Look at this. It says 2022 season tickets, regular 450, 
$299, but it did say that that expires May 1, but it says it on the website, so if you want to get a season ticket, you can probably hold their feet to the fire and say, hey, it says $299 on the website. Let's get this shit going. Uh, you can bring a cooler, but no glass, no alcohol. There you go. I was mistaken. I was like, no, no, you, you can't bring a cooler. And it's only a 12 by 18. So you want to talk about afford, affordable family fun. Because not only on the, this April 16th race is it priced at five bucks, uh, other races are 12 bucks. But you got five bucks for the opener and your kids 15 and under free. I'm not kidding you. So if you're not going to drink any booze, okay, you can with uh, within reason, let's say a family of five, mom, dad, three kids under 15, that's going to cost you 10 bucks to get in. All right. And then you bring uh, a cooler, a 12 by 16 cooler, 12 by 18 cooler with whatever snacks you want to eat and soft drinks, no glass. And you could have a wonderful night at the races for dirt cheap. Now, I mean, if you want to have a beer, you got to buy it there, of course. And, uh, and there's, you know, that's, but that's still incredible family uh, entertainment for a remarkably low rate. Um, so that is so cool. And then you got all these different schedule, uh, schedule dates of events that I will be participating in with you. I want you to get those tickets. I know I will be there on April 30th um, for that event, waving the green flag. That's right. The April 30th event. I will be with you, the Zaniacs, waving the green flag. You just go to berlinraceway.com. And then click on tickets and get tickets for the event. We can sit in our own section and have a great time at uh, Berlin Raceway. All right. Racing in West Michigan. I'll be featuring uh, various members, uh, drivers uh, during the week on this podcast, uh, along with uh, Jeff Striegel, who is um, the, the guy who runs the track. And he's also the voice of MRN. So this is going to be awesome. I, uh, I'm just excited about having them on as a, uh, as a sponsor of, uh, of the show. So thank you so much. Hashtag where speed belongs Berlin raceway opening weekend, the Berlin icebreaker, April 16th racing at 4 PM. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Gee, dear Jesus. Don't drop the flag, Eric. <laughs> a rainbow flag. Why not? Why not? All right. <clears throat> Kyle says Atlanta was a great race, and then they turn around and go to Charlotte. Is that is Coda Charlotte? I don't know what Coda is. What the hell is Coda and snooze? Sarah is uh, Circuits of America in Austin, Texas. I get you. Sarah says, you can take beer in cans. It's Marn. Trust me, Brad wouldn't go if we couldn't. Well, I'm telling you that if you get busted, I'm going to laugh in your face, okay? All right? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to laugh in your face. And you don't want to announce that on a podcast, you stupid dum-dum. Why would you do that? 
My God. All right. So there you go. Berlin Raceway. Thank you so much to them for being part of the show. Looking forward to it. Bennett Flooring Installation, 616-318-0167. That's 616-318-0167 for Bennett Flooring Installation. Um, do the heavy lifting if you want to rip up the old carpet, rip up the old flooring if you need to, get the room prepared like I'm working uh, very, very hard to do. <clears throat> and then uh, have them install the uh, new stuff. So this is the cheapest way to get the flooring installed perfectly. How about that? 616-318-0167. That's 616-318-0167 for Bennett Flooring Installation. Uh, the flooring that I want you to install, I want you to purchase it from Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home. Now, everything, and that's the discount outlet. There's two stores. There's the main store um, in downtown Granville, and just to the uh, west is the discount outlet behind Little Caesars in Granville. This is for audience members who are exclusively in West Michigan. I don't know. Maybe you want to take the trip. I have no idea. But anyway, everything inside of there. Uh, well, for how many days are there in March? Is there 31 days in March? I think there is. Yes, today and tomorrow. This is the end of their sale. They're trying to get everything out of that place because Darwin keeps buying more stuff and they need room. So to get rid of it, they priced it all. It's all brand new, in box, the best styles, the most popular styles. They buy the most product of the most popular styles, vinyl playing, whatever it may be. Doesn't matter. All there because they know it'll sell. But Darwin sometimes gets a little bit aggressive and buys too much. And then Kent, Zaniac Kent, who's usually watching this show, Kent, drop the E, add a U. He's got to clear it out. So the regular Eric Zane 10% discount 11 months out of the year is not enough. March, they needed 20, 30, and 40% discounts on what is already the cheapest flooring in Michigan. I promise you that. So it doesn't matter if you're thinking about buying flooring. Buy it between now and tomorrow and save between 20 and 40% off at Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet behind Little Caesars in beautiful Granville, Michigan. Okay. <sighs> what a day. Mm. It's supposed to be like 66 degrees today. Is that right? We were supposed to get an ice storm yesterday, but I didn't see that. Um, did not see the ice storm. And then I'm thinking, yeah, that's, Today, like right now, it's 37. Uh, previous two days, it was in the teens. But I think today it's supposed to be like in the upper 60s, which is just incredible, and then plummet back down. <laughs> oh, come on. All right. Um, like I indicated, a lot of the aftermath concerning the whole Will Smith stupidity and Chris Rock is... Uh, Everybody's got an opinion on this, including, Hey, Twitter world, it's yours truly, the juice. I am still just amazed that this man 
can cut the head off his wife, murder the poor guy who's returning her sunglasses, get away with it, and lose a civil suit worth millions, pay none of that, go to prison for something that isn't associated with killing two people, get out, and now everything's like nothing happened. So you have that surreal moment of Chris Rock getting smacked by Will Smith and this double murderer weighing in on it. You know, it's also interesting. That was so long ago that there's an entire generation of people who their only uh, information about this crime when it happened is a Netflix movie. The peep was it on Netflix or was it FX? I don't know. The people versus OJ versus OJ Simpson. The one with um, the guy from friends and, and I think Travolta was in it. And so many people base their opinion on that trial on that show. And so like Jackie, Justin, Jim, to some degree, he's a little older than them and Madison. Yeah, they they they're all in the same boat. Like, oh, well, I, you know, I mean, they uh, they made some good points in the case that I'm like, hold on a second here. You think he's innocent? Oh yeah, well, I watched the People versus O.J. Simpson. It's like, come on, man. Holy shit! All right, this is uh, this is the juice, and all he does now on Twitter is um. Well, he, he has to read the comments, the comments for everything he puts out. It's just filled with some of the greatest insults ever. Um, he's always shooting videos like this, and he always has people around him who somehow want to say hi to him. I, I, I'm not kidding you. I, if you are a person who, if you're at this place where the juice is and he starts recording and you, I see you go up and ask him for an autograph. I'm banning you from the show. I don't, I don't want anybody who want, who thinks that, that it's great to be around a fucking, uh, a murderer, unless you're going to do like that guy. Remember the guy who did the Joel, Joel Osteen. He says, Hey, I'm here with Joel Osteen. And he says, Hey, you realize you're a piece of shit. Don't you? If you do that, that's okay. But, uh, the Jew says, you know, women around him. Uh, he has friends around him. He has strangers who come up to him and ask him for autographs. Here he is weighing in on Chris Rock. But before he does that, he does this long, boring talk about how the NFL changes stupid overtime rules. What the fuck? Hey, to the world is yours truly. I just had to run to a quiet spot. I'm here on that other coast. Because everybody's calling me a murderer. So I had to go where there was no people around me. Hey, Twitter world, it's yours truly. I just had to get to a quiet spot. Here you go. Hey, Twitter world, it's yours truly. I just had to run to a quiet spot. I'm here on that other coast. Can you imagine if uh, if OJ looks to that chick and says, Shut up, bitch, I'm doing a video, and stabs her in the neck? Now, I got here thinking spring break was over and I would come and get behind it, but evidently places like Delaware, University of Delaware and stuff, they do late spring break and they chase me. Yeah, it, it's, it quit with the fucking minutiae. Get to it, murderer. 
<laughs> I think he's wearing a uh, a Jack Nicholas hat. Nicholas is like, oh god, don't wear my shit, please. Is that is that a uh, a Bentley shirt? Is he wearing a Bentley shirt? The juice got to a place that it's a little quiet. Now I thought the question I would be getting all day would be the question about the overtime rule of the NFL. Well, you know, I don't totally agree with it because uh, I wish. I'm glad I'm here in a nice quiet spot where there's no music playing and this dumb white bitch talking behind me. They would have done it like they do college where both teams get the ball from like the 30 yard in and go in. As if there's someone who, when the news breaks that the NFL is changing their overtime rules, someone who goes, oh, hey guys, let's go check out what OJ has to say about overtime. Anything is better than what happened last year. To not see Josh Allen have an opportunity uh, to keep that game going, certainly. But you know, enough time has passed, and, and OJ is obviously proficient at speaking about topics concerning this. He's pro- he's proficient at murdering people and uh, and doing these videos. He's actually very good at it. I mean, he's, he's been in front of a camera for a good portion of his, of his life, you know? I mean, he knows what the fuck... Someone needs to hire him. I mean, enough time has passed that someone needs to hire the juice at this point. Mike, it's got to be some... Uh, some network that, you know, just trying to make a name for themselves. I don't think it'll be NBC, but, uh. Hurt me. But the question I've been getting is Will Smith and Chris Rock. Hey, look, it was unfortunate. I, I, I think Will was wrong. Uh, look. He's as wrong as someone who'd murder their wife and some guy delivering sunglasses. I understood the feeling. Now, uh, I understood the feeling. My life, I've been through a lot of crap when I was raising two young kids and every comedian in the country. Yeah, like the time when I murdered those kids' wife, those kids' mom. I went through a lot of crap back then, stepping over that blood and that decapitated man. I, I, I think Will was wrong. Uh, look, I understood the feeling. Now, uh, in my life... I understood the feeling? What the... What, what you did? I've been through a lot of... He's, say, he's saying... You know, uh, I understand how Will Will Smith felt because I've had to go through a lot of crap, you know? Uh, Not as much crap as Nicole when I cut a head off. Crap, and I was raising two young kids, and every comedian in the country had an OJ routine, and don't think I wouldn't want to be slapped a couple of those guys. I want to slap them, but I want to stick a knife right in their fucking jugular. But you got to accept it's, it's humor, and I didn't even think that was all that egregious. I thought it was... A- well, you, you hear that. It, it, that's the second person I know who can't say that word. It wasn't all that egregious. You got to accept it's, it's humor, and I didn't even think that was all that egregious. I thought it was... A- What's wasn't egregious you heard that semi unfunny joke but by the way i am sick and tired of people saying that that wasn't a funny joke it was a good joke i thought the joke landed everybody got it uh it, it just the only reason why people say it wasn't a funny joke is because that bitch jada pickett smith or whatever the fuck her name is uh rolled her eyes and acted like she was wounded because she's soft as fuck I, I I don't know. I don't get it. I know this. After what happened to me in Las Vegas, 
If I would have done that in front of a billion people watching around the world, they would have given me life without. Boo, yeah, because I'm a repeat offender. I killed those two women, so if I had to slap someone else, I'd be breaking my parole. Or one woman. I don't, I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying. But I, I, I don't know. I don't get I like how he has to uh, make it about him, you know? I know this. After what happened to me in Las Vegas, if I would have done that in front of a billion... He's referring to when he, uh, he, whatever, arm robbery of the memorabilia or some shit. He's, he's like acting like that's the only crime he's ever committed. I, I know that after, after what happened in, uh, in Brentwood, when everybody said that I killed those two people. I don't get it. I know this. After what happened to me in Las Vegas, if I would have done that in front of a billion people watching around the world, they would have given me life without. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm going to get back to looking for the real killer. Hey, take care. <laughs> Fuck you. Look at this guy. Oh. You know, the world is a crazy ass place. And OJ better hope that Fred Goldman, the dad of the deceased Ron Goldman. You know, if you think about it, you know, if if uh if I'm Fred Goldman, every waking minute you want to kill OJ. I mean, you actually are, it's, it's, it's consumed you at this point. All you want to do is kill this man. But something keeps you from doing that. OJ better hope that Fred doesn't get to a point where he feels like he has nothing to live for anymore. Like the worst thing that could happen to the juice was that Fred gets like a uh, terminal brain cancer where the doc says, okay, You've got two months to live because if that's the case, I am going, Fred would want to, I mean, he'd think, well, hey, I, got, I might as well go and kill him, you know? Holy shit. I would be looking, as soon as, if, if the word, if I'm Fred Goldman and, the, and uh, it's confirmed that I'm going to die, don't tell anybody, okay? You got to keep it close to the vest. Because the juice is going to amp up his security, if that's the case. You got to keep it low profile. And then you uh, you wait till he's, you know, whatever. At spring break in Miami or whatever the fuck, looking for the real killer. And then you plug him. There you go. That's what you do. All right. Uh, so there's that. The juice weighing in. I've got another um, moment from... The 1973 Oscars, I believe this is, that a lot of people said was the OG of ridiculous moments. And uh, I'm going to share it with you. I had never heard of this. Let me give you a little bit of background about it. And then I'm going to, I got to do a couple ads and then I'm going to bring my dad in. We'll do it after my dad. Okay. Marlon Brando had just won an Academy Award, I think, for Best Actor for The Godfather. And uh, he had sent someone in his place to accept the award, 
as a protest. Uh, I might be getting some of this wrong, but I think I got it. And what had been going on at the time was it's known as the Wounded Knee Occupation. It began in February of 1973, 200 Oglala Lakota Indians Native Americans and followers of the American Indian Movement seized and occupied the town of Wounded Knee, South Dakota on the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation. Um, there was a lot of unrest going on. Um, it, the protests followed the failure of an effort of the Ogala Sioux Civil Rights Organization to impeach tribal president Richard Wilson, whom they accused of corruption and abuse of opponents. So this kind of got pretty messy and uh, with... U.S. Marshals getting involved, and there was some violence and things like that. Well, that was all going on at about the time of the Oscars. Um, to show support for this, and Wounded Knee was a, uh, a ceremonial place to be because that was also the spot spot where the Battle of Wounded Knee happened in 1890, where like 300 Lakota people were, uh, were killed by the U.S. Army and buried in mass graves. It was ugly, you know. So that was symbolic to have this protest at Wounded Knee in 1973. Brando sent along um, a representative to speak to kind of like accept the award and also use it as a a podium or a platform to to talk about this. This person was Sashin Littlefeather. Uh, I mean, we got full dress, you know, we got feathers in the hair and moccasins, the whole deal. And she walks out on a stage and she's going to say a couple words about the protest. All they wanted was some type of equality and it got fucking ugly and different time, really different time. A lot of people say that that was the ugliest moment ever from the Oscars. Now, I don't know. I we'd ha- we're not we're in the moment right now of Smith smacking the shit out of him. So I don't know if I can back that. I mean, I think that in in the grand scheme of things, yes, equality is more important than uh, one one guy flipping out and smacking the shit out of another one. Um, and, and that this one is fucking hysterical because what the world is doing to it now with what I played for you earlier, uh, what happened is Sashin Littlefeather is nothing funny about it. It's fucking terrible. And you know, who's third man in the ring, Clint fucking Eastwood, fourth man in the, in the ring, actually John Wayne, John Wayne is involved in this and Clint Eastwood. Okay. I'll get to that a little later on. I just wanted to kind of throw it out there. Uh, before I bring Dad in, my friends at Bosco's Pub are so thankful that the Zaniacs have been organizing parties there. Thank you, guys. That is really, really great. That is our favorite hangout place. There's a couple of hangout places in downtown Grand Rapids. We go to Pepino's. And then um, in Hudsonville, we uh, meet uh, for dinner and drinks at Bosco's Pub. And I'd like you to drop by there, too, for lunch or dinner. That is uh, Doug and Dee Dee's restaurant, part of Terra Square. If you're in the neighborhood, um, head over there or make the trip to Bosco's for lunch or dinner. Bosco's Pub, they are open for um, at uh, 4 o'clock, Monday and Tuesday. And then they open up 
at 11.30, Monday through Saturday. Wait a minute. No, Wednesday through Saturday. I said that wrong. Bosco's Pub, online at boscospub.com. Thank you. Great burgers, great drinks, no Russian vodka. All good. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Thank you to Bosco's Pub. Still time for you to bang on the door of uh, the tax hob at Troy Ginzer at TAG Accounting 616-301-9516, tagcpa.net to get your taxes done. 616-301-9516 from anywhere in the United States. This is so simple. I know you've been putting this off, but you still got uh, almost 20 days, 19 and a half days till you got to get your taxes done. There is time to do this. If you want, you can do it in person. Actually watch him work, sit across from uh, across from him at the little tyke's desk as he gets his shit done, asking you questions, or you can schedule it from anywhere in the U.S., and he's going to let you know the time of the day that he's going to do your taxes. He may call you and get some specifics from you, but he's going to get your return done. And then, boom, your money shows up in your account. You're good to go. Thank you. Reach out to them, 616-301-9516. And then A&E Heating and Cooling, the almighty Joe Martinez. Uh, before you're even thinking about flipping out the air conditioning, which is going to happen sooner than you think. I know it's cold right now. But um, get the AC tuned up. Reach out to A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. That is 616-516-8579. For my friends at A&E Heating and Cooling. Installing the Comfort Maker brand of furnaces and air conditioners. And then Dear Meathead brought to you by my friends at JM Synthetics. Online at jmsynthetics.com. Let's bring them in. Say hello. Good morning. Hi, Dad. How are you? Okie dokie. You sound like you're in a well. What? Your voice is uh, like you're in some kind of a well. Is it... Is it on your end again? Usually, uh, when you say that, it's because I haven't done anything different. Is it uh, your speakerphone, maybe? Hold on a minute. Yeah, Joanne will take care of it. She'll fix it. Aha. Okay, we got you. Little little better, huh? Oh, yeah. Greater. (laughs) Greater, better. Good morning. What, what town are you in now? What, what, uh, what town am I in? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, you know, I'm in the, I'm in the Grand Rapids area. Yeah. Okay. I want you to say Mount Clement. <laughs> no, no, no. I, hey, I haven't moved. Hey, listen, I'm not awake yet. Hey, I understand. Did you, did you just wake up again? No, I've been up for about 15 minutes or so. Okay, did you did you do any sleeping? Because typically when I talk to you, you, you say you sleep about five minutes every night. 
I slept pretty good. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't even need to rent it. According to Joanne, it poured like buckets. Oh, okay. All right. Very good. You must have slept well, huh? Yeah, you did, man. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. Okay. Because I remember you told me that sometimes you like lay down and you just lay there. You don't you don't even do anything. It wasn't tonight, last night. No. I, I slept real good. <clears throat> yeah, I I think quite a bit while I'm sleeping. I gotcha. really do. Yes, yes. Uh but I right. didn't last night. Okay. Well, Dad, uh, I want to get right to it. You know, uh, I, I talked to you yesterday, and we had a um, – um, you you informed me that you watched the Oscars. And uh, I, 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 I'm dying to hear what you thought about all of that drama that took place. When those, when I the, thought that bonehead ought to be disbarred. Wait a minute. Are you talking about the guy who, 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 who threw he the – He got up, went out there, and slapped him. Uh, oh, Oh, okay. Uh, uh, so Will Smith is the guy that went on the stage, and and he's the one who hit Chris Rock. He hit him really hard too. Yeah, yeah. He hit pretty hard. Yeah, that was uh, it was ugly, wasn't it? It sure was, and I tell you what, the Chris Rock was uh, not Chris Rock, but I'm gonna go with Snap Snapper and Snappy. Okay. And Snappy was a gentleman. Oh yeah. Okay. So Snappy, he just kind of, you kind of shrugged it off. He shrugged. It, he continued on talking like nothing happened. Yeah. And I really, I really admire him for that. But this other one was a royal jerk. Uh, that would be the snapper. Snapper. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All because of his wife's hair. Well, yeah, and he made a he made a crack. And uh, it seemed like a playful joke that uh, was not received very well at all. Yeah, I know. But you know what? I really think that he did not know what the hair situation was. He may not have. Um, uh, and He hasn't spoken. He may have just been commenting that the hair was short. It's not known because that uh, yeah, what, yeah. What, he hasn't said if he knew she had a condition or not. Um, Actually, he should have not even made a comment about the hair. Well, I mean, you got to understand, context-wise, this guy, this Chris Rock, he's always kind of uh, been uh, someone to, to to do that. You know, I mean, that's his kind of his thing. And and everybody usually, I mean, they, they may groan a little bit. A lot of people. In fact, the uh, snapper, he laughed at that joke, if you notice. Yeah, he did. He did. And so then the the wife must have looked at him and said, you better not be laughing at this joke and you better go up there and kick his ass because then the next thing you know, he's snapping on the snappy. Well, I didn't know if she did that. We didn't see any, any part of that. Well, she was pretty upset. Oh, but yeah. She was upset, I suppose. And uh, hey, it was a totally a misjudgment of character, that's all. Yeah, she, she looked pissed. There was no doubt about it. Yeah, but he had no business getting up there, going out there and slap the guy and come on back down. And he, he even going to lose a, what, what do they offer him? Uh, yeah, I don't Oscar. think, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I think that they're just going to yell at him, but uh, they, they won't, they won't take the uh, award, I don't think. I think they will. No. Uh, that's my opinion. Yeah, well. I think, I think they should. What about, um, it was just like, 30 minutes later, the guy 
Snapper won an award for best actor, and then everybody like gave him a standing ovation. Yeah, well, that that's uh, well. Uh, I'm not going to make a comment. That was ugly. I I I was I I couldn't believe it. You know. I mean, you don't walk up there and go out there and slap the guy because your wife got insulted. And he won a trophy about love. Yeah, that was, you know, you, you ever, um, I was talking about this with the audience, you ever like um, do something out of anger and then at the time it seems like a, like a good move and then a little bit of time passes and you feel bad about it and then you... You, like, want to crawl into a hole and die? Well, I haven't had the any of those episodes in a long, long time that I can recall. So there's no way I'm not able to make any comments on that. Oh, you can, too. You, you, no, you, I don't remember <laughs> anything. My life has been, hey, I'm happy every day. All right, that's good. But I'm snapping my wife. Yeah, I don't want you to snap anybody. No snapping. <laughs> Uh, well, I have no problems. Okay. Dad, let me get to the questions. All right. Uh, Jason writes, Dear Meathead, I look forward to uh, your segment each week because you are the highlight of the show. He says, You bring out Eric's nice side that we don't get to hear very often. That's very nice of you, Jason. I appreciate that. Okay. He says, Here's my question. He says, I am a, uh, I am a uh, straight man. You know what he means by straight? Yeah. He means uh, not gay. Yeah. He says, I'm a straight man that fell in love with another man last November. And then he writes, he is, he is straight, but he says he might be a little bit gay. <laughs> He says, I am truly obsessed with him. I have gone as far as going to his workplace just so I can watch him. I have even went to a bar he was at and took pictures of him with his friends. This is all very strange so far. He then writes, if that isn't bad enough, no one should even like this guy. He's an angry, hateful little man. He calls his friends dumb. Uh... He calls us idiots and knuckle draggers because we don't share his horrible political opinions. Sometimes he even says he hates us. He's also very arrogant because he says he is smarter than everyone and claims that all women and men want to have sex with him. Then he adds, I could keep going on, but I really need to just forget him and move on with my life. How do I walk away from someone I love? Thank you for sharing your wisdom. Best wishes, Jason Bennett. Well, Jason, I really have difficulty understanding how could you love and hate? Yeah, I, I agree. How can, you, how can you love or lust someone and then hate them at the hate same time? Hate. Yeah, that is really weird. I have difficulty understanding that. Now, either you're going to like them. I don't say love because it's not my norm. Either you want to like them or love them or hate them. Or hate them. You have no reason to hate them to begin with. Uh-huh. Right. I agree. No reason whatsoever. No. He's, he's a man 
is not a man. He's a person. Yeah, you gotta you he's gotta a respect him with his own characteristics. He's probably brilliant. I think you gotta keep away from him. Wait a minute. You said you get, wait. You you think you should that you you think you like him and that he ought to keep away from him? No, no, no. I I, I don't dislike him. Oh. For what his makeup is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I I just can't can't deal with him. Yeah, you gotta maybe just uh, uh, don't bang on his door and give him uh, uh, you know. No, plen- that's right. Plenty now, of room. You see him. Uh, oh, listen. You can open the door. Hi, how you doing, buddy? You know. Okay. Nice seeing you. You want a cup of coffee? Okay. Now we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Yeah, here, have a cup of That's coffee. It, you know. Give him a cup of coffee, but keep him on the porch. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can, I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I bet you at one time or other, I can't recall any of this really, but that I have met a person that I knew and he was gay and all that. I didn't dislike him. I didn't do nothing. Or I didn't go wash my hands because I shook his. You know. He's had his makeup. That's that's his makeup. So are, are Whatever you? Whatever he's, he's doing. Are you saying that you're accepting because you didn't wash your hand? I says, <laughs> I, no, I don't even. Some people would even go wash their hands if oh, they shook okay. a hand with a gay guy. Yeah, I know. You I don't. don't know, you know. Yeah, I know. I got you. Yeah. I've never met that kind of situation, or I never had that kind of situation. But the, the, a gay is a gay. But hey. Whatever, no. Yeah. All right. I wrote this. I, you just, I just don't pay attention to any of this strategy. No. <laughs> they want to be gay. They want to be gay. Okay. They don't want to be gay. Well, they don't want to be gay. This make up a back and forth and back and forth. It's a tr- trash conversation. <laughs> it's a trash conversation. Okay. It's really? a, it's a trash conversation. I love it. Okay. Uh, I also wrote down a gay is a gay. Yeah, if it touches makeup, we're well, fine. Yes, gay's a gay. That's all you need I mean, to know. What's so significant of wasting your time in analyzing it? Hey, you don't need to analyze it. It's not our business if a gay is a gay. Yeah, really? If, if it's a gay and you don't like him, you keep away from him. You like him, you shake his hand. Yeah, but you don't, like, treat him poorly. Oh, no. No, you go and you love that gay. I bet you somewhere down the road in my life I've seen somebody that was gay. I, I'm pretty I sure you have. With them yes, you might even have let him stay on the front porch and drink coffee. Sure, I would. Okay. Jonathan writes, good morning, Meathead. I have an eight-year-old autistic son who does not speak. Uh, he does not speak very much at all. He will either respond with one-word answers or he'll repeat what I just said. For example... If I say, what are you doing? He will say back, what are you doing? What can I do to encourage him to communicate more? Thanks, meathead. Oh, God. That's, that's, you require a professional person to give you an answer on that. I would say you love him to the end of the world as your child. Uh, you do the best you can to play with him, talk to him, uh, what he does. Yeah. Uh, if that's his makeup, uh, just leave it alone. Should you smack him like Will Smith? Oh God, no, no. I didn't think so. I didn't. Okay. I did not think so. Uh, you bring up a sore subject. Will Smith is a jerk. Well, yeah, that's the snapper. Yeah. 
<laughs> it really is a jerk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. It's lucky he just got slapped. If that was me, I'd kick his ass. Yeah, uh, yes, yes, you would do that. You would you you wouldn't uh you wouldn't turn the other cheek is what you're saying. No, no, I'm not a cheek turner. <laughs> Okay, so getting getting back to that, if you were on the stage and he smacked you, you'd have smacked him right back. I'm a very loving person, let me tell you that, but that kind of thing I cannot tolerate. No, no, that is is a Mickey Mouse thing there. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Our our pal Aram. My buddy. Yes. Um, Let's see. Hello, dear meathead. Yes. <laughs> I, he says, I need some humor advice. Is it fine to keep making a harmless, witty comment if you find it very funny to say? Thank you, Aram. So I guess he's saying if you have a certain saying that you say to people, is it okay to keep saying it over and over again? Like saying the same joke every time you speak. No, I would not do that. Would that would that uh, would that annoy you? My brain capacity is uh, to a point that is not going to hang on to a lot of things. So what if what if Joanne? What if Joanne? Every time she spoke, she said, "Pull my finger," and then farted. What would you? What would you do? That's not a good thing. Yeah, you get annoyed. It's an annoying thing. I agree. I know. It's like okay, we we get it. I I think I think the term is uh, beating a dead horse. You know. That's right. I think that that's what that is. You know, probably somebody. You know, a joke lasts so long, and then yeah, it's like it's like move on, move on. It's come up with a new joke. That's that's kind of what I. You and I are cut from the same claw. That's the same way I feel too. Yeah. Hey, Joanne just made a comment. I was talking while she was doing. Yeah. What is it, Joanne? Right. She said it's only funny if people right. laugh. And then if no one laughs, which is what happens, uh, you yeah, might be that, like, hey. That, that hair business and slapping is uh, totally out of line. He didn't say anything that bad. And, uh, she said she's going to make a G.I. Joe movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, still, I don't know why he took it seriously and went out there and slapped the guy. Yeah. And, you know, I really admire the person that uh, got slapped. Uh, didn't say a word, didn't do nothing, and went on with his show. You know. That, that's what you got to do. I, I think, I'm sure it hurt yeah. to begin with. Is I, it? No, this, this slap, slapper was an idiot. I think uh, I think it's uh, it's a great point, you know. Um, if you're sitting there doing a show, and then people are uh, either distracting you constantly and trying to upset you, or even in some cases like that, hitting you, to be able to still do the show and not sure. and not That's respond right. to he, stupidity. He nothing ever happened. Yes, if you can, if you have that professionalism and that ability, uh, him I admire. That's a good thing. That is a good thing. You know, I, I I wish I had that ability. Oh, I'd be kicking ass. <laughs> Pardon English. <laughs> Somebody slap me. Are you kidding? Okay. Oh, boy. Uh, 
I have another question from uh, Aram. He says, if a guy is recovering from surgery and his doctor tells him it's okay to start showering him, to start showering without a nurse, but the nurse says, no, I want to continue to wash you, what should the guy do? Hey, I don't want you to do it. Get out of here. But what if, okay, I think. Joanne, you smile. I think that the guy, I think the guy doing the showering doesn't do a good job. Yeah, no, hey, I, but the let nurse the man let the person do what they want to do. The nurse is like, "You're really gross. You're gonna need me to get all the good parts." Yeah, is that is that okay? Uh, I I really have no comment. No, on that. I, know I wouldn't <laughs> want it. So okay, all right. No, I don't know. I I can't. I'm sorry. I can't reciprocate on that. Fair enough. All right. This one's the closer. Kyle has this. He says, uh, dear meathead, I have a friend who is a, is a very responsible dog walker. When he walks his dog, he's very uh, thorough and cleans up after the dogs and, and, uh, and puts it in a bag. You know, he uses a bag to pick it up. Yeah, and, it must and, be a little dog, eh? Uh, he, he walks more than one dog. He, reve- oh, okay. he revealed to me that when he picks up the poo-poo and puts it in a bag... He puts the bag in his coat pocket, and he uses it almost like a hand warmer. Well, if it doesn't come out of the bag to get in touch with his hand, it's Correct. okay. Otherwise, I think it sucks. Okay. I don't want to touch no dog poop. Yeah, apparently it stays in the bag. But they, but the heat. Well, yeah, if it's in a bag, secure and all that, then yeah. you can get around anything else if you want to put it in your pocket. You know. I agree. I agree. Joanne, what do you think? No. She says no. Joanne is not about it. Uh, uh, Kyle thinks this is the grossest thing in the world. Well, I would think that I don't want to be touching it. No, you're not. It's in the bag. You know, it just smells. I don't that. Just somehow or other. No, I wouldn't want to do it. You wouldn't want to. I'd, I'd carry, me, uh, carry me a little shovel or something and pick it up with the shovel and put it in a bag. Yeah, he, well, he he doesn't touch the poo at all. He just uses the bag to grab it and then he. I know, it's just the whole principle. Yeah, that, and then. Uh, I think thing. I think when it's in, in his mind. in his pocket, he puts his hand in the pocket and like lets it warm his hand. Oh lord! Oh boy! <laughs> uh, people got their own uh, makeup, you know, whatever they want to do. I, I cannot stop them. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we 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 heard earlier on the show when you said a gay is a gay. Yeah. The one thing I probably wouldn't want to ever shake his hand. No. No, you don't ever want to ha- shake his left hand no, because it's, it's a mental type of thing. Mentally, no, I don't want to do that. Yes, it is. You hey, you know what? It's an emphasis on mental on that one, Dad. Yeah. Well, that was a big word. Yeah, it sure. <laughs> it sure was. Okay, hey, you know what? I I think that's it for us. I'm I'm taking a look. Uh, yeah, that that's all the questions I have. Do you have any closing thoughts that you want to uh, leave us with, Dad? Well, uh, get out there and rake your leaves. Oh, that's right. You've been doing that again, haven't you? I've started at uh, one end of oh man, I got leaves. I bet when you looked out the window and you saw the leaves, because for some reason they shed at this time of the year on this tree that you have, you were overjoyed. 
Yeah, I was out there with uh, one, two huge dumpsters raking leaves already. I so. know that's like your favorite thing in the world to do. That's great. Yeah, whatever I, I keeps need, you I busy. Like a neat yard. Okay. Hey, and you know, one acre is a long area or a big area to keep a neat. Yeah, that's Holy a lot of space. Cow. All right. Now, as, I have a question for yes, you. Yes, please, Maybe please. You can help me with that. What is it, Dad? I got a guy behind my house, and uh, he comes firework area at the time. He light up his bombs. Yeah, and you, they all end up in my yard. Are you talking all the, uh, all the big paperwork and all that? Oh, okay. Now, I, as a, a very good, loving man, goes around and picks it all up and gets rid of it. Uh, would that would I be right in taking all of that stuff that I pick up and dump it in his yard? Are you talking about Zach the Egyptian? The who? Are you talking about Zach? No, Zach's a good okay. man. Okay, so the guy next door, though. the guy next door launched. These guys are kind of wild. Okay, so um, you know that's unfortunate. Now, for me, for me, if I was them, I would clean your yard the next day. Okay. That, no, they wouldn't do that. They they're, they're, they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. Now you, uh, I can understand why you would say. You, you could say, hey, I, uh, I understand you're shooting off the fireworks, but I should not have to clean this up. Here's your yeah, options. And, and the problem is it directs his uh, fireworks toward my yard. Right, right. So obviously they'll fall in there. Now, um, the, there, there's two ways you can handle this. If you just let it go, it's, is it the end of the world if you have to pick that up? No. However, however, it's... You know, I, I guess how far you want to take it. If it's worth it, you can just mention, say, hey, I, I don't have a problem with you shooting off the fireworks, but I don't like cleaning all this up. Would you please patrol my yard the next day? If you don't. You don't have to patrol. He's got to change the direction toward the street rather than my yard. Well, whatever it is, you can give yeah. him many options. You can say either change the direction, I don't want to clean it up, or come clean up my yard. You choose. Um I, you know, but then again, I don't know if I, I want you to do that because people are crazy and he's li- uh, likely to treat you like uh, Will Smith and, uh, and and hit you across the face. You know, I don't like that. Well, I believe you would do that because he's a, he's a guy tattooed from toward to the neck. Yeah, let it go. I just don't want any trouble, you know. I think Joanne probably agrees. Mm, well, okay. Oh, she says she was. Do you do you, do you think? Well, yeah, maybe, I, went, hey. I went around the street and knock on the door and ring the doorbell and all that for somebody to come out so I could talk to them. Nobody would answer the door. Oh, okay. Um, well, do you want me to say something or? No, I uh, just kept dumping it in his yard. Uh, all right. Um, what does Joanne think about that? What do you think, Joanne? She's yeah. really give me something to do. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw it away. Yeah, you know, here's the thing, man. People are crazy, and and they and they might look at you as vulnerable and try to bully you or treat you like garbage or something like that or worse. And 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 who needs that? I think I think well. just. I've actually resolved the issue. I already took care of them, but I'm not going to announce it on the radio. Right. Well, 
to what I do. Okay, if you say so. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, I love I you. Appreciate your call and my audience's uh, questions and answers. They love you, Dad. They love you, and I love you. And I love them all, and they're wonderful people, and I love you, and I'll talk to you some of the time. Okay, love okay, love you, Joanne. You guys have a good one, all right? Likewise, honey. Okay, there you Bye. go. Thank you. Fantastic. Thanks for the questions, jerks. Unbelievable. A gay is a gay. Oh, spectacular. Thank you to Jason Mays at JM Synthetics. He uh, he sponsors the segment, and you should buy your lubrication products from him at jmsynthetics.com. <laughs> so great. All right, where am I here? <laughs> Jesse says, the lady across the street from me has like 10 dogs. I love it when I see the guy next door throwing buckets of shit back in her yard. <laughs> Oh, God. All right. Moving on. Dumpster divers. You can uh, call or text if you need a dumpster, if you're getting rid of shit. It's time to think about decluttering. We're getting ready for yet another uh, dumpster delivery. Uh, to throw stuff out in the never-ending process of decluttering this house. 616-375-9962. If you go to dumpsterdiversllc.com, it's become even more user-friendly and simple to get your damn dumpster. All right, here you go. This is them and that really nice photograph taken at the dump just me but i don't know if i would have i think i would have had the vehicles and the dumpsters getting dumped or at least had them up but not like in the background is the actual dump you know but whatever book now book online now you can click either one of these dumpster rental you click that And then look, 10-yard dumpster, more info, 15-yard dumpster, 20-yard dumpster. Uh, Let's say you click uh, on the 10-yard dumpster, $219, boom, for 24 hours. uh, That's it, 15-yard dumpster, $239, 20-yard dumpster, $269. This is a cheaper price than anybody else in this entire industry in West Michigan. They price it that way because you can't possibly hit the weight limit uh, that the other guys are charging you for that you won't use. So they want to make sure that um, you are saving money. They also do demo and construction. So whatever it is with your construction project that you're working on and you don't want to do this portion of the job, you call them, they'll do it. They'll also get rid of the junk for you. So if you've got a bunch of stuff in the garage, 
Get this out of here. They will go and get it for you. You can also call, as I said, 375-9962. Mention me, please. Dumpster Divers online at dumpsterdiversllc.com. Kyle has his new podcasting equipment. He wants me to help him set it up. I don't think I can do it until Thursday. I got something going on tonight. All right. He's going to be stoked about that. Eric Zane, as he has his own podcasting equipment. And then he's going to do a podcast. I can't wait to tell you about it. All right. Frank Fuss at My Policy Shop Insurance. Uh, I can't stress this enough. Someone in your life is utilizing the Medicare system. If you're a person 65 or older, you have Medicare. You pay for it all your life. You want the best of it, the best coverage. You can mess this up. Um, There are people who have had Medicare for years, and they haven't been taking advantage of uh, what is entitled to them because they didn't fill the thing out right. They made the wrong choices. You chose he did not choose wisely. This is what I want you to do. Get a hold of Frank Fuss at My Policy Shop Insurance, 616-914-4070. Do this on behalf of your mother, your father, your brother, your cousin, your aunt. doesn't matter, okay? And all you need to do is get them in touch with Frank. He is a Medicare Advantage Plan expert, and he is going to give this person, maybe it's you, a checkup on your Medicare policy. And um, it's free. Everything he does is free. And um, in a lot of cases, you're going to get better insurance through your Medicare that you should be getting already. And you're going to pay less for it. Okay. In a lot of cases, I mean, because the NFK, he was paying like a ton of cash for this prescription he gets every month. He doesn't have to pay anything now. It's zero dollars. How the fuck did you do that? He goes, I don't trust me. I know what I'm doing. I'm the Medicare Advantage plan expert. So reach out to Frank, 616-914-4070 today. 616-914-4070. Hang on. Oh, God. I know you can hear me when I do that. The mic, it kind of, you turn it down and then it like still works. It's so weird. God, I think I'm losing my voice again. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I was pushing it hard on the mic yesterday during the um, gold game and I could feel it starting to fade. I was like, uh-oh. Heard from uh, Tristan Grant. He says, uh, I heard you on Big 101.3. It's like, what are you doing listening to that? I get surprised all the time by who listens to me on uh, Big 101.3. I'll be on again today from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Filling in for Allie Mack. Slinging the oldies and talking for like 15 seconds at a time. There you go. As I'm trying to claw my way back. Not really. Um, a little bit about that. There's been some talk about, hey, Eric, you ever going to get on the radio again? And I talked about that with Bill. And I've, I've kind of hinted around the, 
uh, this and that, gave myself like a certain percentage chance of being on the radio. It's very, very slim, very, very slim. Um, the idea that uh, I talked about this, Bill Simonson says, yeah, um, the reason why they're not putting you on the air is because you swear in your podcast. And I go, what? And he goes, yeah, I know. I find it stupid too. Like, well, of course he's going to swear in his podcast. He can. Yeah, we're, we're, we're worried he's going to say shit and fuck like his brother-in-law when he's on the po- on, on the radio. Well, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Of course I won't say shit and fuck. I might make fun of somebody's pants, but um, yeah, I, I am not uh, cozying up with radio. I mean, if I were to if I were to get a call and say, hey, would you do this? For three years and three months, I've worked so that I can say no or, well, yes, but I will, but I'm still going to do the podcast. The podcast is my primary. I've, we've created it. It doesn't, uh, so, cause like at Cumulus, when I worked at Cumulus, um, we used to do the sudden death podcast. And um, that was because we lost an hour to Dan Patrick is when the, the first hint that the show was starting to fail. So we do that podcast. And then Lori would reach out to me if I said like shit on a podcast. And oh, she would be furious. First of all, when I signed on with Cumulus, I wanted to do my podcast. Remember I was doing it with a video camera? Cumulus said, you can't do your own podcast. So I said, all right. So I put all this shit away and didn't do a podcast, did a radio show. Then when we started doing the sudden death podcast, they agreed to that. But I said shit one time and oh my God, I almost got fired for that. This doesn't look good, Eric. It doesn't. So, um, I think that if I had the opportunity, I would say, well, okay. The first thing we need to discuss is how. First of all, you're not going to have my passwords for my Facebook and my Twitter and any of my social media. You have nothing to do with that. Okay. Second of all, I am not a contracted employee. I'm a subcontracted employee. I'm a 1099 employee. I don't want your medical insurance. Don't offer it to me. I don't want your parking pass. I don't want anything. I'm going to come in, do the show and leave. And I'm still doing the podcast. If you can't agree with all of that, well, then there's no point even discussing this any further because that's the way it's going to be. No longer do I am I beholden to the rules uh, of that. It's because of you, so thank you for that. So that because of that alone, um, and I say whatever the fuck I want. So people... If you put me on a radio station, um, the way cancel culture is, and because I say the fucked up shit that I say every single day, it's going to scare everybody away. There is no way. Like I said, I give it a very, very slim chance that anybody, the only way that they would ever do that is if all the other options were exhausted. There was no other options available. Then... They might say, are you interested in this? But I don't think that's going to happen. 
So I am not like, oh, I sure hope I get a radio job. Not at all. If the opportunity presented itself and it was convenient for me and I felt like it, yes, I would do that. But I don't fucking need it anymore. And it's because of you guys. So thank you. I don't say that enough. I could say that every single day and it wouldn't be enough. Oh, yes. Okay. Where am I? What was I talking about? All right. I need to share with you the story of this lady, Sashin. Is it Sashin or Shaheen? I think it's Sashin. Sashin Littlefeather and the the Oscars. Because um, the idea was that the, uh, the most outrageous moment of the Oscars was when um, Will Smith smacked the shit out of Chris Rock. But some folks are saying, no, 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 no. It was, it was when Sashin Littlefeather spoke and just to recap Marlon Brando he's gonna thinks he's gonna win best doctor uh best actor best doctor he sends Sashin Littlefeather there in case he wins he wins best actor he's not there in protest and this is on tv and unexpected this lady which I'm gonna you'll see what she looks like she looks like Pocahontas honestly she says something really nice and she's very patient and they start to boo her and then some people clap and it's awkward and then she leaves and then Clint Eastwood comes out. Peter writes, uh, if Freebird and if Freebird called you and asked you to come back to Freebird and Hot Wings, you would jizz in your pants. Well, I would be shocked. I would be shocked. Um, would I go back to that? No, I would not do that. I can't. <clears throat> Part of me says um, I would listen. I would at least listen to the conversation. So maybe. I don't know. That's that's a tough one. But you know, I've kind of put that behind me, so I don't even like to think about it. But no, I wouldn't jizz in my pants. But thank you. I appreciate the uh, sentiment of me jizzing in my pants. All right. This is what I want to talk about now, though. So anyway, uh, Native American actress Sheen Littlefeather booed and cheered by Hollywood at the Oscars before being mocked by Clint Eastwood and almost physically assaulted by John Wayne simply for asking that indigenous people not to be dehumanized in film. And it's true. John Wayne tried to beat her backstage. Listen to this. Check this shit out. This is fucking horrible. Accepting the award for Marlon Brando and the Godfather, Miss Shasheen Littlefeather. That he very regretfully cannot accept this very generous award. And the reasons for this being are the treatment of American Indians today by the film industry. Excuse me. Oh. and on television, in movie reruns, and also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I beg at this time that I have not intruded upon this evening, and that we will, in the future, our hearts and our understandings 
will meet with love and generosity. Thank you on behalf of Marlon Brando. Okay, so this is a different time. You know, these people, have, they just they don't want to be treated like uh, the stereotypes, you know, Washington Redskins type of shit. And they're like, yeah, boo, fuck you. Okay, now here comes Clint. Oh, my God. Listen to, listen to what Clint says. You can tell he's about to be an asshole just by the way he's walking up to the mic. This is like one minute later. I don't know if I should present this award on behalf of all the cowboys shot in all the John Ford Westerns over the years. (laughs) (laughs) What a dick. (laughs) Okay. That's fucking funny through the lens of awkward. But that is so shitty. What a dick. And people love that stuff. The 70s were a grand time. Oh, God. (laughs) What a dick. Clint Eastwood, ladies and gentlemen. Um, there you go. So they say that that might be the, uh, the most, the most, uh, show stopping, shocking moment of the, it's, it certainly was, uh, uh, more important, I think. The poor chick is she's sitting right there when when Clint says that all she wants to do is 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 she's speaking about equality and they're like yeah what fuck you and they like rubber nose and shit my god uh, what about the cowboy shot in all the films how stupid Chris says, yeah, he was being sarcastic, and he he knew exactly what he was doing. Brando could have kicked the shit out of Eastwood back in the day. All right. Um, Where am I? Jim Carrey is uh, pretty pissed off. He is tearing in to the people that cheered when, um, when Will Smith was given the uh, uh best doctor uh best act. why do i keep saying that best doctor best actor jim carrey criticized the audience at the 94th academy awards with a stand for rewarding will smith was with a standing ovation during his acceptance speech for best actor after he smacked chris rock on the worldwide center stage yes <clears throat> they are idiots but at the same time that should surprise no one i mean these are these are probably the, the worst thing that humanity has to offer these days. Um, seriously, the amount of uh, uh, ovation that took place. I mean, my God, how horrible was that? He says, I was sickened. I was sickened by the standing ovation. He told Gail King on CBS Mornings of the viral Oscars moment while promoting his upcoming film Sonic 2. Yeah, we're all sickened by that movie, Jim. Uh, King made a point to note that Carrie's appearance on Morning was booked well in advance of the incident. I felt like Hollywood is just spineless in mass. And it just, it really felt like, oh, this is a really clear indication that we're not the cool club anymore, Jim Carrey added. Uh, Smith was in tears while accepting the honor for King Richard. We all know that. Um, 
I'd have announced this morning that I was suing Will Smith for $200 million because that video was going to be there forever, said Jim Carrey. It's going to be, how do you say it? Is it ubiquitous or ubiquitous? I think you can say it both ways. You know, that insult is going to uh, last a very long time. If you want to yell from the audience and disapprove or show uh, a disapproval or say something on Twitter or whatever, you do not have the right to walk up on stage and smack somebody in the face because they said words. Well, all right. And um, you know what else also contributes to this is uh, Whoopi Goldberg. She is saying that the Oscars made the right decision on, quote, not taking the black man out after Will Smith assaulted uh, Chris Rock. God, what a terrible thing to say. I mean, I understand what she's saying. She's saying that if they would have escorted him out, it would have led to a uh, major shitstorm. And it's probably good that they didn't. Um, hold on a second here before we continue. I need to look at, I need to sh- look at this. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, Willow Smith, Will, Jaden, and Trey Smith. Um, is Aren't one of these kids becoming a woman? Or is this... I'm confused here. Is the one that also has, sha- has a shaved head, did that used to be a dude? Uh, which... One of Will Smith's kids is transgender. Or maybe I don't know. Maybe that's not happening. Jaden? Okay. I don't think it's Willow. Willow's the is the whip my hair chick. I was going to say... If Willow was a dude and is now a chick, she's doing a great job. She's a hot chick. She's old enough. I mean, to like have that procedure done, I guess. But I think it's I think it's uh, it's Jaden. I don't know. It it's all fucked up to me. The whole thing. And look at him. He's smiling and happy. And there's and there's Jada Pinkett. She's just looks stunning. I don't know. She's like, I can't wait to get out of here and get some new penis. Uh, Whoopi is uh, being looked at because now her saying that them leaving him there was the right decision. She claimed on Tuesday that Will Smith wasn't removed from the Oscar ceremony following his onstage assault of Chris Rock to avoid a long explanation of we're taking the black man out. Hang on a second here. I got to bang on the zenith. I thought I had this problem repaired. Hang on. All right. One hit to the body is what the Rolling Stones said. During the opening segment of ABC's The View, uh, Whoopi praised what she said was Oscar producers Will Packer's decision not to immediately remove Smith because it would have required an explanation as to why they were removing a black man from the room right before he found out whether he won an award. Uh, 
yeah, um, I get that. It's 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 a little weird that that's the reason why that, hey, you can go and assault someone. I think it sets a precedent, but, I mean, you're kicking the can. You live to fight another day, I guess. Um, I think a lot of great decisions were made because I, I actually do agree. Leave him there. Let this kind of play out. Um, Chris Rock's response was very professional. Smith stewing in it in front of people, I think, actually hurts him more. I think him going up on stage and the ridiculousness of these of these uh, uh, people cheering him um, in a lot of ways makes him look even more terrible, frankly. Um, and I don't ever want to see or hear from that guy ever again. I, I will never go to another Will Smith movie. Yeah, I'm that guy. I think it was just fucking the worst thing in the world. Terrible, disgusting. What a fucking asshole. I feel bad for Chris Rock. And him, Chris Rock, um, he has stand-up coming up. I don't even know where the fuck he is. Chris Rock, next stand-up event. Oh, my God. He's scheduled for Soaring Eagle Casino in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Um, He is appearing tomorrow. Not at Soaring Eagle, but he has an event. Um, let's see. He had an event last night in Boston. And uh, tonight he's at the Wilbur in Boston. Friday he's at the Wilbur in Boston. And then April 2nd, he's at the Borgata in Atlantic City. And then April 9th, he's in Reno. Um I'm shocked that we don't have a word of, um, well, I guess that would be tonight. Tonight he's appearing. Tonight is the first event that he is doing uh, at the Wilbur in Boston since this all went down. So, you know, tomorrow there'll be talk about what he said on there. Um, Will he mention it? Will he get into it? I I would hope so. You know who's not? Uh, Bill Burr. I listened to Bill Burr because I wanted to hear what he said. And... What a, this is fucking terrible. Um, he starts out his, his most recent uh, podcast. The one that he put out Monday or Tuesday or whatever. Um, and he says, I tell you what, most shocking thing I've ever seen at the Oscars. And that was a documentary about a drummer wins best documentary. Now that it turns out that that was the documentary that uh, Chris Rock was awarding. But, and Bill Burr is a drummer. So he makes the joke that the it was crazy to see that the documentary about the drummer won. And then he goes into details about the documentary that no one gives a shit about. And then he actually says, that's all I'm going to say about the Oscars other than uh, I want to see Chris Rock stand up, his first stand up that he does after the Oscars. And then he didn't he didn't speak of it. He didn't he didn't have he didn't share anything. And I'm like. You're on a fucking podcast and you, you're a comedian. You of all people, people are actually tuning in to hear you say something about it. You fucking gutless twat, piece of shit, fucking asshole, freckle face, bitch, tit, ginger motherfucker. 
How the fuck can you not? You cock. Oh my God. I'm listening to this shout. I'm like, what the fuck? And then he goes into detail about the fucking Bruins or some shit like that. And he says nothing, nothing. He is the fucking worst. Ugh. Now he does work in film. I'll give him this. He works in the film industry and maybe, and Will Smith is very powerful, but what a pussy. You fucking puss piece of shit. How can you do that? I don't know. Maybe he's a good friend of yours. Well, then say that. Do something. Make a, some type of effort. Right? And then he, he, he does his shit for like 10 minutes and does a stupid ad for simply say, fuck you. Quit wasting everybody's time, you dumb fuck. I'm actually going to link that up in the show notes so you can hear how shitty this was. Fucking terrible. You stink. Dumb shit. Unacceptable. Uh, but first, you must listen to the Just Chirpin podcast. Uh, love the boys at Just Chirpin. Uh, J-U-S-T, Just Chirpin, C-H-I-R-P-I-N. Justchirpin.com. You can click on their link in the show notes. You can find them wherever you download podcasts, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. The Just Chirpin podcast, one of the many shows that I would love you to listen to. Justchirpin.com. Uh, to go along with that, they do, uh, in addition to the one hour that they do, or maybe a little more each week at uh, Just Chirpin, also they do about an hour a week, my friends, at Threads Podcast, Life Unfiltered. Um, they have fun. They, they're not nearly as offensive as something shitty like me. Uh, they're actually a very real, raw, sometimes emotional podcast, uncomfortable conversations, and it's, uh, it's a great antithesis of this show. Okay, uh, I'm an idiot. They are not. Just Chirpin and Threads Podcast. Threadspodcast.com. You can download it wherever you download podcasts. Okay, um, today we do have a new asshole of the day, and uh, I would love to see who you think it is. If you want to comment on the uh, on the chat. On Twitch, thank you so much again for being here on Twitch. Uh, if you have a suggestion, please leave it there. One more time for the Patreon going live in uh, just a little bit after I get my uh, uh, shit together here and post this free podcast. We'll fire it up once again on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I suggest signing up for just one month, five or ten bucks. And see if you like it. If you like it, let it ride each month or convert it to a yearly uh, for the audio or the uh, for the tier one or two uh, tier two podcast. And um, I'll save you 10% if you sign up for the yearly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In West Michigan, if you need your car repaired, you need to take it to Irvine's. Now, they have people travel from far away as far as Nuego. As far south as Kalamazoo, as far east as Lansing, as far west as Muskegon and Grand Haven. Take your car to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. First of all, um, once you get it there, they have free loaner cars. So that's taken care of. You just drop the thing off. You can also take uh, advantage of their after hours drop off if you don't need a loaner car. Okay. 
Uh, they might even be able to work it where you can. I don't don't quote me on this. Um, in fact, I didn't want to say that. Uh, take advantage of the uh, uh, drop off, the early bird, whatever it may be. Get a loaner car. Off you go. And um, when you pick it up, they can drop the keys in a little drop box there with a little lock. They give you the code. Uh, you can pay out, pay over the phone. Terrific setup. They take care of everything. Uh, domestic Asian European, no Volkswagens, electric vehicles, hybrid vehicles, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, 616-532-6600 or online at Irvine's.com, E-R-Vines, Irvine's.com. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. How about them? No matter where you are in the U.S., with the exception of South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii, call upon them, 231-332-6505 today. If you need a mortgage, whether your credit is fantastic, whether it's in the dumpster, uh, in the dumper, you can uh, get a mortgage more than likely with them. Now, as I've said many times, not all people who do mortgages are created equal. They want the big ticket item. They want somebody who's going to get a $700,000 house. Okay. Mario wants all of you. If your credit is fantastic, awesome. This is a piece of cake. If your credit's kind of shitty, he can help you. 231-332-6505. NMLS number 3035. We got paintball. This is our last sponsor of the day. TC paintball. Today is uh, Little League Day. That starts at 5. Get your kids who spend too much time playing video games and do something fun with them. All right? Uh, Seriously, gather up the neighborhood kids and then go to TC Paintball. Just walk in unannounced and say, we are ready for Little League. And the kid might be like, well, I don't want to get shot. Well, they they use like the low-impact guns, okay? So there is no pain involved. They take that part out of it and they introduce you to it a little slower and then, you know, it's a little bit easier for the kid to process. You're going to love it. They're going to have so much fun. Be a uh, dad of the year and uh, go hang out at TC Paintball. Wednesdays, Little League days. All right. TC Paintball, GR.com. And standing by waiting on the announcement of our next event that we're going to do there. And I tell you what. I am excited about that because we could very easily have had 40 people last time, but life got in the way for a ton of folks, and we're hoping to have that uh, secured for the next one. Still, we had a great time. Thank you to everybody who came out. Beth got a T-shirt. Terry's wife, Beth, got a T-shirt. How about that? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, asshole of the day. First of all, Aram with a question. Can you tell us in what hour the Patreon will be? Hmm. I would say, I'm going to guess, close to noon is when that's going to happen. But I'm not 100% sure. Asshole of the day, meatheads, tattooed, firework lighting neighbor. Um, the suggestion that Bill Burr has too many well-paying shows that he's a part of nowadays. So you're saying like he might have offended someone. He's afraid he would have offended someone. Maybe. Aram says he would have defended the comedian back in the day. That's what I was disappointed about. Aram says he would have, uh, he wants to be in Hollywood. Also malicious 1313. 
says Tom Segura had some shit to say about it. LMAO. I want to check that out. Um, yep, I'm with you, Eric. Will Smith is awful, and I won't be watching anything else by him. Yeah, I just don't. I just didn't like it. It just rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, she would be. <laughs> Whoopi would be screaming if Mark Wahlberg slapped Chris. Wow. I didn't even think of that. I think they should hire security like at NFL games where they tackle people who aren't supposed to be going up there. Like Terry Tate off his linebacker. Yes. That is great. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know if I can go back in time and make Clint Eastwood the asshole of the day. That was fucking horrible. Hmm. Jim Carrey? No, we talked about him. Whoopi? Whoopi, maybe. Nah, I don't know about that. All right. I'm going to give it to um, my dad's neighbor. Tattooed neighbor. Meathead's neighbor is your asshole today. Brought to you by JM Synthetics and TC Paintball. Thank you guys for sponsoring. You are the best. Congrats. You've won an award. You've won asshole of the day. Okay, my friends. Uh, that's where I'm going to leave it. I appreciate you so much. And I will talk to you on the Patreon. Have a great one. Oh, update on the NFK. He is in uh, fantastic shape. The doctor is very happy with how he has progressed in his recovery. I didn't say that before. Okay. Talk to you later on the Patreon. Have a good one. Oh, OJ, a nomination? No, I'm not going to give it to OJ. He could be the asshole today every day, frankly. Okay. Thanks again, folks. Bye-bye. Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.